0: Throughout the fortnight of COP27, QIC is privileged to have Dr. Sebastian Thomas, QIC's Climate and Environmental Lead, participate in and attend various different conference panels. To ensure that we are sharing his learnings and insights with our institutional investors, we're sharing our conversations from COP27 podcast series. I am Katrina King, QIC's GM of Capital Solutions, and I'm thrilled to be hosting Sebastian today now that day five is a wrap and with the theme science youth and future generations i'm really excited to get sebastian's insights to understand what the day means for asset managers and investors hey sebastian how are you doing
1: i'm good katrina good to speak to you
0: so you've got a strong science background and so i'm really looking forward to how thinking about how you would interpret the day for corporates and their own net zero emissions, but also the investor agenda and whether there were panels that were focused on that and what they were trying to get out of their net zero emission target.
1: Katrina, something that was very striking to me uh, through Science Day was not so much new information about the science, but the extent to which such a wide range of people are deeply familiar with the outputs of the IPCC, uh, the sixth working group, uh, sorry, the sixth uh, report from the IPCC, um, the, the level of literacy that the investment community has, that, um, that civil society has, that governments have in terms of the reasons for concern, as the IPCC talks about, uh, in terms of the the extent of of climate change impacts uh, and the speed at which things are moving. So that, that that's, that's a very, very positive uh, place to be. And I, and I guess an example of that is uh, going to the Investor Agenda Forum that, that wrapped the day for me. The comments coming from groups like the Investor Group on Climate Change, uh, the International Investor Group on Climate Change, the UNEP Financial Initiative, um, around the fact that we, as an investment community, have a responsibility to engage with a wide range of stakeholders and particularly policymakers to ensure uh, that that science has been translated into practical pathways for decarbonisation across different
0: industry sectors. That sounds like a real maturing of the sector. What are the next steps there, though? And are we just kicking the can down the road to the next COP or are there actual sort of implementation dates for these policies to start to take effect?
1: The investment community, having engaged and and made commitments at COP26 a year ago, within the space of 12 months, uh, has demonstrated a a level of maturity and nuance that is really going to facilitate uh, action. And what I mean by that is that we have a, a wide range of protocols um, and approaches that apply differently or, or to two different components of the investment community so the net zero asset managers initiative um, is is a protocol that will facilitate that particular sub-community within the investment sector the 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 net zero asset owners alliance again has 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 a nuanced approach to ownership of, of financial assets so with those um, those alliances, with the Paris Align Investment Initiative, with the umbrella frameworks like the uh, GFANS, the Glasgow uh, Finance uh, Financial Alliance for Net Zero, uh, there is this momentum where, as a sector, everybody is moving in one particular direction, mm. but there is nuance within that that movement according to the specific nature of of, of the organisation.
0: That, that's fascinating and also quite positive to hear. So it is good to get those messages. I, I think there are certainly still some headlines to be coming from COP27. So it, it's very encouraging to hear from you that you think that there is alignment and true momentum with asset owners and managers and investors now. This is Katrina King, QICGM of Capital Solutions, and I'm talking with Dr Sebastian Thomas, QIC's Climate and Environmental Lead. Sebastian, with its theme on science, I was wondering if there were any sessions during the day on green technology and investor appetite in that.
1: Very much so, and this is a, an exciting part of this whole conversation is the opportunities moving forward so i think i think the thing to say about technological innovation is that it's it's exciting because we don't know what's going to happen and it's also exciting because it's hugely diverse so there are going to be opportunities that are fit for purpose in different locations island nations might be doing wave energy at that sort of small and localised scales. Countries that are historically dependent on on coal-fired power may transition to renewables if they have that resource, to, to uh, a green hydrogen infrastructure if they have that opportunity, or to even small-scale advanced nuclear generation. Mm.
0: I love that insight. I, th- I think that is such a good way to look at it, that there may no be no holy grail, so don't go seeking it. But use your networks to pick up what opportunities you can and to see what opportunities you can. But also the other theme you were introducing there was um, investment in these technologies, maybe an efficient way of helping and siphoning capital into emerging countries as well. A very important part of COP27 as we are learning. But thank you for those insights. Um, Just as a a way of concluding, do you have a fun fact from the day and being there that you can share with us?
1: I think... Katrina it, the fun fact is is the sort of little moments of um a particular energy that I'm picking up, so the fun fact for me yesterday was the polar bear that just kept popping into my peripheral vision um, it doesn't it didn't matter where I was uh, whether I was in the civil society section or or in the the plenary areas with um the delegates uh, but I would just turn and there would be this polar bear wandering around and making the point, and and there was a lot of positive energy around that.
0: So well said, and we look forward to some pictures of that polar bear that we we can share uh, with others. But thank you, Sebastian, for your time today. Uh, This is Katrina King, QIC General Manager of Capital Solutions, and we look forward to continuing to interpret COP27 in our conversations over the coming weeks. But just thank you for those insights today on innovation. There may be no holy grail, but there are plenty of opportunities cropping up around the place, but also how you are really seeing uh, consensus and momentum with investor groups uh, to really catch up with the science. Thank you. Absolutely,
1: thank you.